Michigan has actually um, been a leader nationwide in testing for PFAS or PFOA contamination sites. And these are these are fluorinated chemical compounds that, again, come from things like nonstick coating or waterproofing, um, those kinds of materials that are also used in firefighting foam. And so we're seeing them all over the country. That's correct. But in Michigan, we've been sampling and looking for it more. So on this map from the Environmental Working Group, we're seeing more sites in Michigan just because we're looking more than other states doing a much, much broader sampling set than other states have done so far. And these sites, I mean, some have trace amounts. Uh, a few have amounts that are higher than you'd want them to right. be. And that uh, brings into uh, question another recommendation from the Environmental Working Group. They're calling for a drinking water standard for PFAS at one part per trillion. Right. Uh, the current EPA health advisory level is 70 parts. Uh, and the Centers for Disease Control says that uh, these chemicals can have health effects uh, at 11 parts per trillion. So, right. So, so very small amounts. These these chemicals can have harmful impacts on the human body. You know, we, they can cause liver damage. They they can potentially lead to cancers. Um, and so, we we have to be really careful about when we're looking at setting these levels of for for health levels. Basically, it's going to take additional research. And so, the state of Michigan. Um, Actually, Governor Whitmer came out and said that by 2020, we're going to have what are called MCLs, which are maximum contaminant levels for PFAS in our in our drinking water. And that will likely be ahead of the Federal Environmental Protection Agency because they've been you know, kind of moving slowly through their review process. Um, but yeah, so right now there is this question of, you know, what is a safe level? And the thing is, we don't really know. We know that at very, very small amounts, so like, yeah, like one part per trillion, two parts per trillion, very small quantities, these can potentially have a negative health impact on our bodies. Not only that, but uh, Congressman Dan Kildee introduced uh, legislation uh, or has proposed that the EPA uh, set a standard, but he didn't identify a specific standard right. uh, because as the science changes, it would take an act of Congress, he says, to adjust that standard every time. That's right. And so you want some flexibility in your regulations to be able to say, okay, what does the current you know, best available information tell us about what's dangerous and then what technology is available to actually treat. So you set a treatment standard and then you have to figure out ways to get your water treated to that standard. And so that's where, you know, there's a lot of study, a lot of research that has to go into it. But I think the larger point is that there are many sites. I mean, there will be thousands of sites across this country that have PFOS levels that are, you know, much higher than this current EPA uh, level of 70 parts per trillion. I mean, we're going to find them all over. And so we need to get ahead of the game now and think about, okay, well, how can we, we treat this water? How can we make sure that people are protected in their homes and they're drinking water? In particular, uh, young mothers or while, while children are in utero, um, that's where you can really see some, some damage from, again, very small quantities of these chemicals.